Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Just a heads up, this episode has a remarkable amount of bodily fluids and unpleasant foods. Also swearing. Hello, welcome to the Reading Circle Temple. I'm Molly. I'm Indy. I'm Brittany. And I'm Goodwin. And today we're reading chapter 13. Chapter 13. Uh, Probably. Melting Stones. So grab a cup of coffee. Or tea. Or your drink of choice. And let's boil some toesies. Abby returns to Oswin's house and Nori is not pleased with her. Nor is she pleased when Oswin kids seemingly pack the entire house onto their little cart. When the cart crashes, however, and Evie starts to criticize them having packed the entire house, Nori quickly jumps to the defense of her family. She does eventually feed Evie, who is basically totally wiped. And then Evie goes back to the inn while Luvo stays behind with the people traveling up to the inn to help steady the cart. When Evie gets to the inn, Azaze feeds her and then she tells Rosethorn about the court's trap. The good news and the very, very bad news. She decides she needs to go collect some more power. And after shaking off Miriam, does her best to not panic. Part one of our three-step reading process is reading like a novice. This is where we talk about what we liked and didn't like about the chapter. Let's talk about Nori and Evie. What a dynamic hate-hate relationship. Wow. I mean, obviously, the part that really jumps out at me is when they get into the whole fight. Nori's like, oh, well, what would you know? You've probably never had to go without your entire life. And Evie's like, excuse me. And Just wow. making, making assumptions, you know. Right. It reminded me yeah. of when Evie was first confronting Briar because she felt the same way about Briar, too. That's and true. Now, That's a really good point. And now she's getting it right back from somebody else. Mm-hmm. What goes around comes back around, right? Yep. Yeah. Maybe it's just because Evie's the main character. I understand Nori, but I'm also really mad at her already because when Evie comes back, she's like, and I'm not giving you any food. 
And I'm like, she literally just saved your sister's life. And you're going to treat her like this? She doesn't know that, though. I mean, the way she sees it is like, you chunked this kid into a bath. Then you chased her to a pond that was almost boiling. And then you just left her there. I'd be pretty mad, too. Like, you're supposed to be taking care of this kid. And instead, you just abandoned her to go do your own thing. I feel Nori. You're supposed Mm. to be helping. And you just kind of did it. So... Fuck you. I. It's complicated. Yes. Nori is treating Evie like a child. You did bad. You didn't do what I asked you to do specifically. And now you're going to bed without dinner. Is essentially like she's treating her that way. I think she's been put into a mother role so much. Because she seems like she's the mother of the house, even though mm-hmm. she's a child herself. That sh- that's the role that she automatically assumes from any other kid that she interacts with. She's just f- so used to being the mom that she has to mother any child that she comes into contact with. She's not allowed to be a child. She's a mom. So Yeah, that's exactly the point I was going to make. Is like she has to care for all of these kids evie's not much older if at all than the other ones when you're a parental figure at that age and they're all foster siblings which all of these are the Mm -hmm. second another one comes in the fold you treat them just the same because i don't know i I also feel like that she was like, okay, I finally am going to get some relief. Somebody is here to finally actually yeah. help me. And then, nope, another another person not helping me, just getting in the way and making things worse. So, of course, she's going to have some resentment built up, I feel, because she can't oh. catch a break. She's always having a mother. And then she gets somebody that's supposed to be helping to try to relieve some of that stress. And then that person doesn't help either. So this one's not necessarily like an excuse or anything of that nature. This one is more of a statement is the fact that everybody has spoken so highly of Evie to this point. And what Evie has done in front of Nori does not live up to those expectations that other people have set and like i'm not saying that nori was correct in making assumptions or yelling or any of that i am not saying that she was justified i am saying that there is a reason why and this is the most logical of those reasons it's just it's another foster kid i got another thing on my hands like (laughs) I I have to keep an eyeball on this one, too. It's like I'm already spread so thin and I am under so much stress that we've just added more. 11 other children. uh Like, Like I said, like it does not make an excuse, but there's reasoning behind it. And I feel like yeah that was a very dickish thing to do and a very dickish thing to say but at the same time as looking at it from her perspective she's not seeing what Jayat and Oswin have seen she doesn't know that 
Everybody sucks. I, it, yeah. It's one of those, like, I've been there. I know that exact feeling of having to take care of a million kids and then someone's supposed to help and they just make it worse, even though they're arguing that they're helping and making it better. And it's like, no, you're not doing what I need you to do in this moment to make my life easier and get everything done. Oh, my God. And then the most frustrating thing was when Miriam talks about how uh, how Treak and some of the other kids also help out. That Oh, yeah, they also <laughs> give us baths, too. You know, you're not the only one doing stuff. Some of the other kids are helping, too. And then she's like, sure, they mop the floors sometimes, but sometimes they just track in more mud and just spray the entire house with water and don't end up helping at all. And I can just imagine how frustrating that would be <laughs> to have to explain to a child that, you know, someone else who's trying to help isn't really helping. They're making it worse. Yeah, I mentioned in a previous chapter that Nori gives me Nani vibes and Miriam is yeah. Lilo. Mm-hmm. This is one of those chapters that I feel that really shines. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I was going to say, except Lilo doesn't pull a knife on anyone, but quite frankly, if she had one, I could definitely see her doing that. She would. For sure. <laughs> she would. She does bite a kid within like the first five minutes of that movie. What are teeth, if not the knives <laughs> of the mouth? <laughs> Thanks, Briar. That is a very brave statement. Is that the next chapter that she pulls the knife? Oh, no. But it's, this one. I, oh it's this one. It's yeah. this one. I will cut you. Yeah. Treak, yeah. Treak says something like, Lakeek's blessing cursing. on whoever it, fixed it, this wagon. And then she's like, Oswin fixed it. I'll cut you. Cut you. Don't you say bad things about him. To be fair, this is what Nori deals with on a daily basis. And what's funniest about the scene is Nori is just like, cut him later, takes the knife from her so easily. Like, this the, is a uh, normal, everyday occurrence that this yeah. happens. Uh, so this funny. is the other reason. This is 100% the other reason I am here defending Nori. <laughs> he has to do with people trying to stab each other all the time. The yeah, these, not like this. They're not right here every single day they're not regular kids they are pirate orphans uh (laughs) if you think your kids are bad yeah imagine having kids with knives (laughs) and cursing all the time knives miriam knives she's got a lot to deal with she really does yeah i I say we give her a pass for being mean i wish briar was here right Briar would only make things yeah worse. He would not help this situation. I yeah, I still wish it would be would more say. entertaining. It'd be <laughs> so entertaining. Miriam was as cute as an amethyst once she was clean. Was super I, cute. Amethysts are cute. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. If and, you watch uh, Steven Universe, I think amethyst is pretty cute. Oh. <laughs> I just, you know, we're used to saying things like cute as a button. And again, yeah. Evie cute is a rock an person, so she's cute <laughs> as an amethyst. I love the kid who makes the deal with Evie for the ride to the inn. Like, he brings her his horse and she's like, what, you're expecting payment? I don't have any money. He's like, I'll take a ride to the inn. <laughs> like, That's a great deal. More Lilo and Stitch connections. Miriam's dreadful doll, capital D, capital D. Listen. Girl! Scrum. Yes, adorable. 
So adorable. We named a cat after it. Just just throwing that out there. Evie describes Miriam's doll as, quote, her dreadful doll. And she's like, yep. they can't take Dolly away. I was like, this is scrump. Yes. This is absolutely 100% scrump. Yes. <laughs> Luvo discovers that children are sticky. Yes. <laughs> Poor <laughs> Luvo. Why? Why do kids always have sticky hands? <laughs> they do. They really, really do. I don't remember the exact quote or where exactly it is, but he basically is talking to Evie and he's like, did you know how sticky children are? And yet, despite the fact that he has learned just how sticky children are, he agrees to stay with the cart and steady it while Evie goes to the end. Yep. We was good people. Good rocks. Better rock than most people. The better people than most rocks. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that too. Nori literally says, I don't like Evie. And I don't know. I just I guess I feel like it's it's kind of a was it like a positive feedback loop where she doesn't like her and so she doesn't react well to her. And so Evie doesn't react well back. And so she doesn't like her even more. I hope that they can find some common ground and get to know one another and uh, get past this. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't think they'll be able to do that until they get off of the volcano, but there's kind of a panic right now. Everyone's yeah. panicking. Right. It's not really a time to be able to sit down and chat with everyone. Like, hey, <laughs> I want to get to know you better. I know there's a volcano right now. <laughs> I think we need to hash this out. I just like I hope that uh, I don't know even like Nori finds out about Evie's past and she's like oh maybe I need to rethink my assumptions you know yeah um, I do appreciate that like Evie says like I shouldn't have said it because when she when she's like oh well this would have happened if you were carrying all this junk like I appreciate that Evie says like I shouldn't have said it this was this was not the right thing to say Um, and she also acknowledges that part of it is that she's very hungry and tired Um, so I like that when she got to the inn Azaze was like no you sit eat now Azaze is kind of a badass she is running everything Mm -hmm. Um, what were you going to say Goodwin I'm going to get back to that one in a little bit Uh, and then the last thing I have is it's bad luck to say a thing is taken care of and uh, that also seems a little bit like foreshadowing to me I just read what's on the page. No, no. <laughs> you did hit a awful lot of mine, like right off the gate. Evie uh, being upset about people wasting time, and that was a problem with me. People that we talked into everything. I don't know. Just uh, people require a lot of convincing to do shit. Mm-hmm, you yeah. can't just tell them, "Hey, volcano's gonna blow. We should leave." Uh, I already talked about it, but yeah, uh, Miriam and saying oh treat gives us a bath sometimes and lexa and jesse and diva you aren't the only one they mop the floor sometimes it isn't just you and i'm sure that anybody that has been in a relationship that is maybe not great with uh i'm just gonna say it mostly men being like oh i took out the trash two weeks ago i why why do i have to do it again i i i help clean I cleaned the kitchen. I did the dishes. So that's not the only part of the kitchen. The 
there's more to the kitchen there than are just counters the there is floor there is <laughs> stove tables there's everything doing the dishes is not cleaning the kitchen yeah. i like the fact no offense to the glasses wears either listening or currently in the podcast molly and Brittany. but <laughs> the fact that they had jesse the wiry blonde girl with the thickest spectacles they'd ever seen driving the cart i'm not saying it's her fault that it crashed but it's an interesting choice to have the person with the most compromised eyes driving the cart. I, I think it's Oswin's fault that it crashed. <laughs> I'm not saying that women with glasses can't drive. I don't know who oh, would imply no, that. I don't know who said that. I don't know who said that. I didn't say that. I'm not saying woman? nothing. Better I'm not, not implying drive. anything. I'm just saying maybe the person with glasses. I don't know. I'm not saying anything. You know what? Ignore that one. That one didn't even. I didn't even say. say even if it was a guy who had glasses. If it was a guy, yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh-huh. He also should not drive. <laughs> I like how Treek just spitting out curses like a sailor because he he's is a child of. He one. is one. <laughs> the orphan child of one. Donkey dong and navy snot. Donkey dong. Uh, a hog puke. Hog puke. That's the other. One. I couldn't puke, remember. Dog dung. Yeah, navy snot. What is navy snot? I don't. I don't that, know. that sounds. You know what? It's a Pretend jar I didn't say of, anything. No, it's the navy, and they just have a collection jar just for snot, and they the, just all <laughs> right into it, and they just collect it, and they're like, "Here's your navy snot." Why? <laughs> That's really gross. <laughs> All I think like, no longer discuss that. Moving on. <laughs> what? I never refuse food, even food grudgingly offered. Pride is something rich folk can afford. Mm-hmm. Yep. When you suffer from hunger or have in the past, kind of a little traumatic, you know. Food trauma is one of the highest traumas when it comes to people who are very poor. Food mm-hmm. stability. We hear about Little Bear. Who was that discipline? Yeah. And Evie met him. You sweet boy. Big fluff. Fluff boy. Uh, I liked threatening Miriam with cooking her into a stew. If she, if he were if she were to touch the map, she's messing messing with. Boil it. some toesies. Yes. Yeah. Mash them, boil them, stick them in a stew. How does that go? That's it. Oh, sick. <laughs> so I don't think I want to eat mashed toes. Mmm, <laughs> tasty. People are so picky. I can tell you've never been broke because you won't eat human toes. Right? Especially mashed. <laughs> like, come on, man. <laughs> you gotta eat them fresh off the cob. <laughs> All right. I'm glad I'm glad Indy's not here. This to hear episode that. has been really gross. Really so disgusting. Yeah, I'm glad Indy didn't hear that one. But yeah, that's a very rose thorn threat, and then Rose Thorn comes around the corner. She's like what you got there uh already talked about the sticky gummy bear children are sticky it's gross but do you have the quote about the sticky gummy bear i do you should read it to us because i didn't know where it was it's pretty humorous says, yeah yeah Lewis says he wants to take his solitude Ebu Meme can find me by the shore of the lake if i am needed luva turn and walk away are you all right i called after him he looked back at me yes i am also covered in dirt and spilled honey Nori tells me this is a normal consequence of being near young humans. I do not care for it, and I wish to be clean and quiet. I'm sure you felt that way, Brittany. Yes, on multiple occasions. Incredibly relatable. Almost every day of my life since having kids. 
<laughs> just want it to be clean and quiet. It's yes. So hard to ask. Yes, yes. That's a lot to ask for. I love Nori tells me this is a usual consequence of being around children. <laughs> she knows. Tamara Pierce must have been around some children in her life. Yes. Yeah. And that is all I got. Well, most of mine got stolen, so I guess I can go ahead and go. My first one that didn't get stolen is when um, Luvo decides to stay with the cart and Jayat says, thanks, old man. That's kind of you. (laughs) That's funny. He is an old man. As opposed to Oswin, who is not old. No, he's not old. And then my last one that didn't get taken was when um, Evie is telling herself that she wished Briar was there. Because even uh, if it was a big problem, he could make her laugh while the problem was going on. So I miss Briar too. We need a good laugh. (laughs) This has been a bummer so far. In lieu of Briar, I would take Pasco. Oh no, Pasco would be far less useful. Yeah. Like if you guys think Briar would make the situation worse, imagine if Pasco was there. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Pasco. Him and Evie together. Oh my God. I think they would drive each other crazy. They would. They absolutely would. (laughs) Evie would would be like, oh my God, why do I have to deal with this boy? (laughs) I would end up having to close the book. I'm going to have to have a break from these two because they are driving me crazy. Oh, my goodness. See, Nori thinks Evie is bad. She doesn't know the half of it. (laughs) That boy. Goodness. He'd be about Evie's age, too, at this point, wouldn't he? Mm -hmm. Or maybe a little bit older. Maybe her older. Yeah, I think he'd be about 16. I think Nori's a little bit older than that. I think she's 17, isn't she? So if Briar was there, would he be trying to charm uh, maybe because he's 18 she's 17 like, she starts have... getting mad and he's like oh I'm so charming you can't be mad at me it's fine <laughs> oh my god he would make it worse it would because... be so entertaining it'd be so it'd funny be so entertaining <laughs> he's going to teach these children things that they don't need to do that they and don't he's gonna make Nori's life so much harder yeah. because of it exactly. like oh, it's okay Nori it's fine I'm charming it's okay She's gonna yeah, be like, no, 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 stop it. Look how cute I am. I'm so cute. I'm as cute as an amethyst. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a crate with chickens and another with puppy noses. <laughs> so Oswin doesn't just collect children, he also collects animals. Maybe he's also gonna sacrifice those to the volcano. I mean, they can't take most of the animals with them so that's probably the plan you know puppy souls uh, are twice as valuable as uh, full grown dog souls because mm-hmm. they're pure yeah. um, I didn't enjoy the way Miriam's words made me feel Miriam thought I did like them it's no good liking people not when they're probably going to get killed ah more things that Evie and Nori have in common Leave it alone. Osmond will cook you in a stew if you touch it. She actually laughed at me. No, Evie, he's not going to cook me in a stew. He's going to throw me into the volcano. Don't you know anything? Yeah. yeah. You and Luvo made it worse. Maybe. I mean, yeah, but like, what other option did they have? It was either stop it or get killed 
right now or potentially stop it but make it worse it was bad or very very bad they didn't really have any options that just stung to hear she knows though like yeah man i mean yeah yeah jewelry isn't a gift you give just once it's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it blue nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price go to blue and experience the convenience of shopping blue nile the original online jeweler since 1999 that's blue to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion blue hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank linkedin helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role in a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Part two of our three-step reading process is reading like a dedicate. This is where we look for a theme or a message in the chapter. What theme or message did you find? Short tempers. Yeah, they're definitely like, going on. Everybody has a shitty attitude so yeah kind of understandable when the threat of imminent destruction via volcano is on the table but uh yeah yeah and I mean, being yeah, still doesn't quite change everybody has shitty attitudes for sure i went with misunderstandings because i feel like nori is misunderstanding what evie is doing she's just upset that she's not getting the help that she needs when evie's literally saving their lives right now i feel like evie is kind of misunderstanding where nori's coming from too i'm not really sure exactly how but i feel like she is i feel like there's just a lot of miscommunication and misunderstanding going on in this chapter 
was it Goodwin who said Nori is treating Evie like a child? Yeah. I feel like Evie's kind of treating Nori like a child also. Because she's like, what do you know? You're not a mage. You couldn't possibly understand. I have more important mage things to do. Yeah. And they both just decided to hate each other from the beginning. Yeah. Because Evie likes no one. And Nori likes only her family. And only them some of the time. Yeah. I wrote blame. I don't know. I kind of feel like Nori's life is being upended and Evie is sort of the person who she's had to interact with in this upending the most, the new person. And so she's sort of blaming Evie for everything. Not directly. She's not literally saying this is all your fault, but she needs somebody to blame and take her anger out on. And Evie is the person who is conveniently there. Especially since Evie is the one that's saying, hey, there's a volcano here. It kind of was Evie, even though it's not Evie. There is a volcano, but Evie's the one that directly said, hey, there's a volcano. So it's because of Evie that everyone's having to leave. So I get it. Don't shoot the messenger. Yep. Mine is uh, that loss is traumatic. Uh, yeah. Losing your animals can make you not want to give attention to other animals in your life because loss is hard. Losing the ability to... Uh, eat normally because you're living on the street is traumatic and that can stay with you the fact that you're going to lose your entire home to a volcano and all you have is the stuff you packed in your cart and being told that you can't have it anymore when you've already lost your entire family and your life before yeah it's traumatic especially since you thought that this was going to be your new life and it was going to be way better than it used to be and then nope this life's getting up ended too. That would suck. That would really yeah. suck. Yeah. Loss is traumatic. These kids are going to need therapy if they didn't already. <laughs> they already needed it. They are definitely going to need it now. Frankly, so does Evie. Frankly, so does everyone. Every, every, All of them. Every single one of them. Part three of our three-step reading process is reading like a mage. This is where we use the text to craft magic in our own lives. What magic were you able to craft out of this chapter? The magic I pulled out was self-care is important. Luvo did not like being sticky and he needed to go find somewhere quiet, get the stickiness off of him and just be by himself for a little bit. They all understood that. He let them know where he was going to be if they did need him. But uh, he needed to take some time for himself to take care of himself because he had already been through a lot right now. And on top of being going through a lot, he was very sticky and he wanted to take care of that. So self-care is important. Be like Luvo, go take care of yourself. And hopefully people around you will also understand just like they did for Luvo. Uh, My personal magic is do not let the impulsive thoughts win. Don't do it. If you know that saying something will not make a situation better, don't say it. You don't have to antagonize. Making the situation worse does not help. It is not good. I know Evie was hungry. She was upset. She was tired. Don't don't do it. She She knew it was wrong before she said it. And she knew it was wrong after she said it. Like... Try to control those thoughts because it just makes things worse. 
to try yeah. try to keep it under control. Mine got touched on with the theme that don't shoot the messenger. It's not always somebody else's fault that everything has gone shit. Try not to be shitty to the people who wind up around you during those times. Especially if they're trying to help. Yeah. Ifs make your head hurt. They're probably bad for your teeth, too. Mm-hmm. I don't know if y'all know this, but I say this all the fucking time. <laughs> I finally know where it's from now. Because I've heard yeah. you say that so many times. I read that and I was like, oh, that's where Molly got that from. Because you always say, I was like, I feel like I should know this because she says it all the time. I feel like this is something that's common maybe, but I've not ever heard it before. It not makes sense. This is my favorite quote in the entire series. I literally have it on a t-shirt. I meant to wear that t-shirt today and I forgot. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and read the whole paragraph because it's great. Ifs make your head hurt, Evie, Briar told me often. They're probably bad for your teeth, too. Concentrate on will, as in, I will do this or I will do that. It saves you head and toothaches. Take it from me. It's one of the best pieces of advice I've ever been given. I say it all the time to remind myself. It's like a mantra for me. And it's one of the ways that I deal with stress and anxiety. And I try to remind myself, ifs make your head hurt. (sighs) That's definitely something that I need to keep in mind. And you know, uh, I had a lot of stress last year and that might be why I had to get a tooth pulled. See, it is bad for the teeth. Yep, exactly. That's what I'm going to tell people from now on. Y'all have read chapter 14. Yes. Which is titled Oswin. <laughs> we kind of know who Oswin is. Maybe I feel like Oswin's going to be in the chapter. Maybe this is the chapter where he finally chucks the kids into the volcano. Uh, maybe. Thank God, finally, throw these sticky kids away. <laughs> that way, Luvo cannot be sticky anymore. We like to end our episodes with an excerpt from the following chapter. So this is an excerpt from chapter 14 of Melting Stones. Chapter 14, Oswin. I opened my eyes. It was trying to straighten my legs that made me groan. I was horribly stiff. Oswin offered me kibba patties. I grabbed one and bit down. The beef and wheat were greasy, but good, though someone had overdone the cinnamon. Nori cooked these, I asked. Oswin grinned. She always puts in too much cinnamon. Tell her if you want your nose bitten off. She likes cinnamon. <laughs> he gave me a flask. It held good, cool mint tea. I looked, at, I looked at him as I drank. He had made himself comfortable while I was away. He'd brought his saddlebags over. One was open. There was a pad of paper sheets stitched together, an ink brush, and an ink bottle. He must have been writing. I sniffed food in the other cloth bundles I could see in the bag. I also spotted books around the food bundles. Oswin used the other saddlebag as a backrest. I looked around. Rocks had fallen into the riverbed from the heights across from us, making fresh changes in the rapids. A crack had opened in the riverbed. That had dropped the bottom another 30 feet. The lake was booming down into the new channel, throwing up a fine, cool spray. Moharan had a new waterfall. There was a shock, I asked. I offered the flask to him, but he shook his head. More like a long shiver, but a hard one. Some trees fell. There were shadows in Oswin's blue eyes. It must have been a scary shock. 
Why didn't you go? I must have been entranced for a while. Go back and see Nori try to get the axle fixed on that cart? He inquired. The smith's apprentice might have done it. He's sweet on her. But he left with the smith. She'll be furious, which means she'll be bullying someone else into fixing it. I'd offer, but I doubt she'd even let me try a second time. She knows I'd probably just botch it again. I feel bad I couldn't get her and the kids a decent cart. Reading Circle Temple is produced by us. Molly, Brittany, Indy, and Goodwin. If you like the show, tell your friends about us. If you don't like the show, tell your enemies. You can also help people find us by leaving a rate and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. Find all our episodes at our new home on ACAST. Shows.acast.com slash Reading Circle Temple. Shake it us. We'd love to hear from you. Send us an email at templeofreadingcircle at gmail.com. You can also follow Reading Circle Temple on Instagram, Tumblr, and Facebook. And you can join our Reading Circle Temple Facebook group. To find us on Twitter, tweet at Reading Temple. A special thanks to Yellows for Happy for our artwork. You can find more of their art by following Yellows for Happy Draws on Tumblr and Shannon and Draws on Instagram. Another special thanks to Brittany's brother, Thomas Dick, for our theme music. You can find more of his music by following Thomas Dick on SoundCloud. Thanks to Tamara Pierce for writing The Circle of Magic, and thanks to you for listening. Let's all have coffee next week. But I will Sorry. do my best. It's fine. it's fine. I'm not mad. I don't know why you think I'm mad. Let the record show Goodwin is holding a knife. <laughs> <laughs> He'll cut you! I was going to say, he's more likely to be holding a gun, but... You know, it's... He'll shoot you! <laughs> I will not do that. I did not say that. I denounce these claims. Uh. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. 
Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.